Yo, 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 welcome to another round in the house. I have a very special guest, a friend of mine, uh, Mark Chapman, founder of Nicholas Marks Publishing, diverse children's book author, and The Enchanted Trail, book one. Um, I, I, I can't wait to get in a little look inside uh, uh, the process. Um, I'm really excited uh, about talking to you and you know all the expertise that you have. So uh, welcome. Um, can't wait to get into it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Uh, um, I, I have never really like looked into the process of a children's book. I've been, I've been kind of like, you know, YA comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. be real interesting to see kind of how you, um, how you approach this. But first, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, also kind of how you got into, into writing and, and the inspiration to, to engage in publishing. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, my name is Mark Chapman. Um, I started my publishing company, um, I'd say about a year and a half ago, Nicholas Marks Publishing. And I kind of got into it uh, one day. Um, well, let me go back a little bit. I'm, I've always been a creator and kind of, um, I want to say innovator, you know, I, I love children's books. I love, I just, I love writing stories. That was, that was always something that, you know, um, kind of was something I, I would do, just not professionally, you know, um, but to kind of fast forward today, um, one day reading with my, with my two sons, I have a three and a five-year-old, then two and um, four, um, one day at nap time, I just um, going through the process of putting them to sleep, obviously. And then I always have to, always had them pick a book to read. And in this particular case, they picked um, kind of like a little adventure book. Everybody's familiar with the story. It's the Jack and the Beanstalk. And it was a pop-up book. So, and after they fell asleep, I got to looking through all the books because because of something they said kind of um, resonated with me. It, it kind of tripped me up. Like, they kept referring to the main character, which is um, a little um, English kid, so a little white kid. They always they kept referring to him as their friend, you know. And I, I finally realized that, that they were doing that a lot with the books that um, I would read to them. Because when I go pick out books... Um, for me, and I, and you can um, speak to this too if, if this is your process, um, I'm not looking for like a certain ethnic group or anything like that on the cover or in the book. I'm, I'm searching for stories and things that I think are going to engage and entertain my kids because story time is supposed to be fun, you know, so I'm not thinking any type of any type of way when it comes to um, who I want my kids to see when I'm reading them stories. So like I said, after I read to them, I started looking through my, my book collection that I have for them because we have a bunch of them. And I noticed we don't have a lot of kids, uh, our books with diverse characters, at least not main characters. And if they, and if we do, it's more cultural and, you know, based on our history, you know, like Martin Luther King, um, 
someone my kids can identify with. And uh, since my kids are black, obviously um, someone black. And when I started writing this book, um, I was finished and I was uh, looking through the illustrations and my son, he caught a glimpse of the main character, which is Arthur, a little black kid. The first thing he said to me was, Dad, is that me? You know, and, wow. and that, yeah, and that, um, like, hit me deeply. Um, in that moment, instantly, I, like, I got emotional. Because that's exactly, you know, what I was going for. I wanted them to identify with the character, with the main character, with the hero, so they can see themselves as being that and not just, you know, referring to that person as their friend. They didn't connect that. Oh, I can be that too, since it was a, a you know, a little white kid. But now that it's somebody that looks like them, it instantly identified. It was like, you know, that could be me. So that's that's how this whole um, this thing evolved and developed, and you know, brings us to where we are today. You know, I, that is so poignant. Because I feel like as a, talking about the process and how do you write a book? Well, you write a book by telling your story. How else can right. you write a book? So anybody out there that's thinking like, you know, really overthinking the process, which is what I did a lot before I wrote, wrote a book. And then I started to just tell the story from an empathy with the protagonist or even, you know, auxiliary carriers looking at even them from from a protagonist standpoint, like through, you know, my daily interaction. So the story, you know, my, the people I'm with, you know, how they were, how, what they're doing. So, you know, it really became more easy to just tell a story mm -hmm. like my life. Right, right. You know, so tell us about um, the, the nitty gritty, like um, getting art, the script. Uh, let's see. Getting, let me see, how can I start? Getting the art, the script. Well, for me, since obviously I have I have never written a book, so I needed something to, um, to base it off of, or I needed kind of like a foundation. And what was kind of kept hitting me was I, I would, I think about a lot of Steve Jobs quotes where, He's like, you borrow from the experts, the greats. That's what everyone does. Um, and in this case, um, in um, the, the Jack and the Beanstalk book that I read to my kids, it was a rewrite because the original was written back in the 17, 17 or 1800s. So this, this story has been rewritten, you know, over and over again. So um, I used that model. So... Um, I wrote the book based off of kind of like that story, and I, I just kind of switched it up um, a whole lot. Um, but I used it as a foundation, and then I once I finished the story, um, excuse me, as I was writing the story, um, the way I kind of got the visuals or the illustrations is based off pretty much what I what I wrote, you know, so if I'm, if I'm writing where, 
you know, he's interacting with his mom and his dog and they're in the kitchen, you know, then that's the visual for that scene, you know, and I, and I set it up that way. <clears throat> so, and that's how I did the entire process. Once, once I finished each page, I um, did like a descriptive um, breakdown of the scene that I wanted until I finished the entire book. And then once, once that happened, um, I went to go look for an illustrator. And this is, um, I want to say this is the, this is the fun and hard part because it depends on what you see and, um, how you want your story to be presented visually to the world. So there's a lot of different styles, uh, you know, and things like that when it comes to art. So there's a plethora of, um, um, options that you, you go through. So in my case, luckily it, it wasn't that it didn't take too long. I just, in my case, I, I use Fiverr, the website. I, I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. Oh yeah. Fiverr, Fiverr, Upwork. Uh, those are, uh, very accessible. I've used both of them. Right, right. So I used that, and basically I just looked at the the different styles of the illustrators that they had available, and until I found one that spoke to me, and that's the one I picked. Reached out to the guy. Great guy. Excellent. He does excellent work. You know, so it, it was... Um, it was a beautiful thing, man. It just it just came mm. together, and, and the work process was so seamless with him. It was, um, and I told him I'm going to use him for the for the next the next two books too, because his first book was just book one, mm -hmm. and it's a three part series. So he's going to do the the next two books as well. Awesome, awesome. Um, you bring up you you brought up a few good points. One was about like influences and you know what kind of foundation you're taking. Um. I, I think we're all born from a, a, a oral tradition, right? So these stories are retellings of retellings of, of art imitating life. So even like, you know, um, you know Winnie the Pooh and Peter the Pan, and um, uh, these are all fables from an oral tradition originally, and you know. How I want to talk a little bit about like building characters and you know, you know a little bit about you know inner you know how you get into like interactions and you know what they're gonna say like how you go about uh, you know that process. But I tend to you know I'm a psychology major, so I bring that approach to my foundation. So if somebody's trying to figure out how again how to go about writing, um, what is your affinity? Uh, uh, you know somebody who reads a lot might go into literature. I actually looked at like the Carl Jung archetype wheel and indiograms and, you know, mm, different personality yeah. traits a lot now mm, okay. um, um, to really kind of get into like what, uh, what somebody, how two people might interact from different, you know, motives and, and, and styles. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how you build um, the world around your protagonist in general. You know, settings, side character help move um, mm -hmm. a good story through. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's crazy um you know when you have to when you have to break it down because like you said and i'm sure you can attest to this as well being a writer yourself um it, when you're in it, it it just seems like this 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 world around you so you know and you just in your element and you just doing so now that i, I have to break it down i kind of <clears throat> excuse me um it's kind of weird um but when when i get in my element when i get in that 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 mind state for me as i'm writing the story my mind like wonders as i'm writing so it it, it goes off on a different tangents kind of like setting me up when i when i'm about to come to this 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 scene with this other character and i have to you know put myself in that other character's um pov and then start writing from from that um, point of view and then the whole interaction so for me it is it kind of like it kind of narrates itself as i'm writing the story because like i said as when i my mind goes off on that on that tangent um, I'm already preparing myself for the interaction and the dialogue, you know. And then, like I said, I'm I'm already in this kind of like world, and the scene is set up. So I'm kind of already there, going, you know, having that dialogue with myself prior to me to me writing it. And then, as you as I write, I kind of. I mean, I mean, I kind of feel the scene that I'm currently writing. So the the um, emotion, the, the setting, um, you know, those things play a part in how the dialogue goes. You know, so in particular, this one scene, uh, I think it's like page three um, of Arthur and the Enchanted Trail. He um. He, he he meets this one guy, this strange man, prior to him, you know, getting getting to where he's supposed to go, and he's on an important mission that his, you know, that his mom sent him on. So, but he's in awe, and he's he's lured by these these things this strange man has on display, and there's just one like glowing pouch that he's like really enamored with and the man can see this you know he's older arthur's a kid you know so those dynamics you know help you to write the dialogue and help you to it makes it easier to write that interaction you know so um when i wrote that scene you know those different dynamics made it much easier to write the dialogue and and that's kind of how i go through the process mm -hmm. um i i want to talk to you a little bit about um, um you know, learning learning as you go you know the, mm -hmm. the, the the work that it takes to actually finish a script the work that it takes to even start writing a script um mm -hmm. but once you kind of get that confidence as a as a creator and you you know that is the hardest part if you're if for the audience listening out there you know just 
sitting down in front of a computer writing or your notebook or compiling your notes even even having starting right yeah starting at every point right just one step at a time that's a great you know great great uh uh input right there on just like just starting is the challenge so once you once you start and you you actually get into that flow you start being able to just tell your story through these different you know uh, creative spaces that you're imagining um and you finish that script um it's so it's so powerful and i think people really underestimate it and in a way that like they would know that it's worth it to start right right that it's worth it to keep going that it's worth it to just create something even if you don't know what to do with it mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Once, but once you know what to once you have it um how do you take that next step how did you uh take that next step into actually publishing and you know getting the, getting everything that you needed in order in order to for somebody to actually buy the book and see the book and transition from a uh you know a writer to a publisher as a as, as a goal uh that's a great question um but be- before i answer i just want to hit on what you what you mentioned yeah to anyone out there just just starting just start you know don't don't overthink it just start you know and you'll develop your own process along the way you know you can you know read if you don't know how to do it read one that's already done and use that as your for, your format your your foundation um but once excuse me once it's once it's done it's um it's really not that hard from from that from you know once it's done you know cuz the hard work is you know starting and finishing and 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 keeping that motivation uh, whatever wherever it comes from in my case my inspiration my motivation were were my kids you know so i was compelled from the beginning you know so there was nothing that was going to stop me i and and, and actually it it kind of um it kind of um like i said I was compelled, so it kind of propelled me to where I I started, yeah, I'm writing one, but I immediately was like, okay, I'm going to write three. This is going to be a three-part series. So, And that was from the beginning before I even started writing the first one. So, you know, that's where my uh, motivation and inspiration kind of led me to. But once you're done, um... Like I said, that's that's more the easier part. Now you just find the mediums or the platforms where you want to, um, you know, have your things, uh, have your in this case your books sold and and published. So there's there's plenty of um, platforms. You know, Amazon is the most popular um, and kind of like I guess the easiest. Um, I haven't tried any other platforms, but I'm sure there's plenty. Um, so that's the easy and it's, and it's the seamless one. And then from from that point, the 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 real hard part is, you know, the marketing. You know, figuring out if you don't already know who your target market is, 
uh, once you have that, figuring out where these people people frequent, you know, and 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 just the gym for me that I found out uh, for for children's books since that's the space I'm in. Over only women buy most of the books, and and it is um, documented that over seventy percent of women buy children's books. So you know if anyone's going to be in that space that's who you're looking for and like my mailing list my um facebook page is comprised of 70 to 80 percent women so you know the the data is not lying when it comes to that but that's that's where it is you know it's find out the median the platform where you're going to publish and then you start working on the marketing, and that's that's where the big learning curve comes in, at, and that's what's going to make you successful. And then the other big thing that's going to make you successful, you gotta, you know, persevere. You gotta push through. You're not going to always um, succeed in the manner that you would like, but that doesn't mean that it's a failure. So perseverance is going to going to be key in in this type of venture. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about about you know, about your process and like really get into that creative mind. Uh, mm-hmm. um, how do you approach influences and stay creative? Because um, I think um, I think that's imp- that's important. Like you, when you do this well, you don't just do it one time. And like, I mean, maybe some people do. They're just inspired with with one idea, but. Um, as you start publishing, because even the creativity goes beyond just like the writing. It's really like, like, like you said, you're actually building the whole process. So you have to be, right. you have to be creative, like in your marketing. You got to be creative in in your application of business fundamentals. Um, um, even if that's just with your time, and <laughs> and like how I'm right, going to right. fit this in. So. Um, what are some of your influences from a creative place? What are some of your influences on like, okay, I, I'm approaching the business side because uh, I've seen that this works. Yeah. Okay. So my influences, um, like my, my biggest influence is kind of like the things I see every day. Um, number one, like I said, what what started the whole process for my kids, and then number two, knowing that this is a, a, a major need for our community and for um, and you know for society as a whole, as a whole, excuse me, um, because everyone benefits when it comes to diversity we 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 learn to see people as people you know we we learn to um we learn to just be good humans so that's kind of once i got into it and i and i started doing this you know, a lot of research, a lot of reading when it comes to marketing, when it comes to, um, um, like, demogra- 
demographics and targeting and all this stuff, um, you come across a lot of information. And so, you know, influences come from, come from different places. Um, but, you know, that, 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 that kind of was, kind of made it the biggest for me. But then also, like I said, going through the process and looking at different things, you, you get, um, you, you're influenced by, you know, the lit, like I'm speaking to my, my case, children's literature that's already out there, um, and you like, and like for me, I'm like, man, how, how is this selling? How is this, you know, why is this popular, you know? So, um, things like that is what kind of influences me. And then since I'm, I'm kind of like a, a one man operation right now, um, I just have like so many ideas that I've kind of already, that's even prior to me starting my publishing company, I, I kind of already, you know, like I was saying in the beginning, been kind of like an, an innovator and, and creator. So I already had like some, a whole lot of things in the tank. Mm -hmm. So now I just have the platform now. Now it's just going through the process of getting it out there, getting it written and, you know, getting it in front of the people that that's going to consume it. I, so, I love, I love that. It's like the, you know, you tap into actually to that youthfulness in, in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, as a, as a style, some people can, can, uh, you know, may have different styles, you know, you know talking about, like, like you said, kind of taking those influences around you and literally right. just incorporating, like, hey, I saw something today at the cafe. Let me write this note down. So I heard somebody say something really funny to their friend that, I, <laughs> that was literally just talking, like, weren't even with me, just talking right. in the cafe, and that was hilarious. Let me capture that, um, you mm -hmm. know, if, if you're at that level of detail. Um, going back, going back, you know, to the past, living in that nostalgia. We've talked about that before, just how, mm -hmm. how nostalgia sells. Um, we've talked about marketing to the moms, like what, what were those influences growing up, you know, in those popular children's books. So, um, I want to, I, I want to thank you for like giving us a, a peek behind the curtain into your process. Where, where can people find you? Where can people support Follow my 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 social media. I'm at N as in Nancy M Mark B. Excuse me, NMP. Excuse me, NMP Books on Instagram and Twitter, and then Nicholas Marks Publishing on Facebook. So any one of those what can direct you to our website. And all the information will, will be there for things that are up and coming, the things that are out right now. So just follow us there and, you know, you, you'll see everything that's coming from Nicholas Marks Publishing in the future. Well, I mean, I, I can't wait to, if, if this is your, your early release right here, author of the Enchanted Trail, book one, like it, it, it sounds like really fun. It sounds like a fun read. Uh, I've seen art. Art looks amazing. 
um, the audience out there, like, um, you know, follow this project. This is something, this is only book one of a series. Get out there and, and, and kind of see what Mark has going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have uh, a lot to bring to the table, man. I can't wait to see, uh, uh, you know, what's what's next from you. So thanks again for coming on. We got to have you back with some follow-up as book two and three come out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll be happy to come back. And in this summer, I'll be coming out. I'm working on uh, another book, too, another series called Robo Kid. You know, so that's coming out this summer. So, you know, you can be on the look lookout for that. The artwork is on my website for that, just the title page. But it could change. But just a little glimpse. All right, all right. Mark Chapman, founder of Nicholas Marks Publishing. Uh, author in Enchanted Trail, book one. Check that out. And we'll see you on another round of In the House. Thank you. Thank you for having me.